Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 152 of the Love Life Connection podcast. As always, I'm really excited to be here today, and thank you so much for tuning in. I know there's tons of podcasts out there, and you are listening here, and that I am just so grateful and so humbled. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show so that you never miss a new episode that are released weekly on Thursdays. And if you haven't taken a moment to leave a quick rating or review, please do that, especially if this show has helped you to grow and to move forward and get unstuck in your love life. Just go to the main page of the podcast of this podcast in your iTunes player on your phone and scroll down, 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 and then you'll see some stars, tap the stars. And then if you have an extra 30 seconds, please leave a quick review. I love reading them. I read them all. And I like ugly cry when I read them. And so I want to ugly cry more. So please leave a review. Um, It also really helps me to grow the show and to get the show in front of more women just like you, which will ensure that the show continues. So thank you. Thank you. All right. So you guys know that I'm pretty active on Instagram, especially Instagram stories. And if you're not following me there, make sure you head over to Veronica E. Grant. I show adorable pictures of my dog, uh, new pictures of our new home here in Mill Valley, which is crazy because we just moved from Denver, which was not expected at all. I wrote about that in an email a few weeks ago. So hopefully you all saw that email. 
And also I give a lot of just, you know, little thoughts, tips, anecdotes, anything that I just have coming up for me about relationships, life, um, you know, self-care tips, all that kind of stuff that doesn't really make it into the podcast or my emails because it just comes up a little bit more naturally. Like, oh, I'm like walking the dog. Like, this is an interesting thought. I want to share this with my followers on Instagram. And so I will do that. So if you're not following me there, make sure you do that. I'm Veronica E. Grant. And when you do follow me, don't be shy. Come over and say hello. You can comment on any of my photos, send me a DM, comment on the Instagram stories. I'm super active and I respond to everything. Sometimes it might take me a little bit to get to everything, but I always do. So I can't wait to meet you there. And I'm also really excited to let you know that the workshop that I'm teaching this or next week is coming up super, super soon. It's called New Year, New Boo. And yes, I'm kind of in love with the title of this workshop. Um, new Year, New You is like, ugh, everyone does that. So we're doing a New Year, New Boo. Super excited because 2019, I really do believe, can be the year that you attract your person or at least get yourself onto the path of attracting the right person for you. If you've been attracting all the wrong guys, whether they're narcissists or just people that you're just really that interested in, or um, if they're just people that are more controlling or not really emotionally available, whatever it is, I can help you get on the right path. And honestly, it would be it would be amazing and humbling and so gratifying for me able to support you on this. So if you'd like to join my workshop, it's veronicagrant.com for slash new year. And this is not like a workshop where I'm just going to teach at you and, you know, just talk at you and all that kind of stuff. Because I mean, you know, I go to workshops like that and my eyes just glaze over and I'm like, and I just think of that Austin Powers scene um, when Austin Powers says, whoop-de-doo, Basel, what does it all mean? And, and sorry, that was like really offensive maybe to my British listeners. Um, That was really bad British accent. However, you know, you know, we've all like read that self-help book or been on a workshop or something. You're like, okay, this makes sense. I get it. But how do I implement? What does this mean? What do I do? And that's really what, and this workshop is really like the uh, anecdote to that. So it's not like me talking at you. I'm actually going to take you through a process to help you not even like get over your blocks because like, yeah, that's like actually step two or three, but you need to know actually what the blocks are and what are the specific things that are getting in your way. And so I'm going to help you do that. And this is actually a brand new process that I've recently learned with a mentor, a new coach that I've been working with um, over the past, oh, I don't know, probably four or five months or so. So I actually haven't really taught this publicly. So this is new stuff. Um, It's just a new way of coming at, um, you know, an old problem, basically. So I'm really excited to share this with you. And I think it's really going to help you figure out, okay, oh, this, this thing or my relationship with my dad or like this experience or that thing has really created this kind of belief, which has created da, 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 da. So that's what we're going to do. So to sign up for free, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash new year, and you will um, see a place to enter your name and email. And then I will send you a confirmation email. And, um, and yeah, and you'll have a workbook and all sorts of fun stuff to support you in this uh, workshop and what you're going to learn. All right, so I am really excited about this podcast episode and the topic today. And actually, speaking of Instagram, I will often get on Instagram and say, hey, I'm going to be recording some episodes today. So what questions do you have for me? What topics do you want me to cover? And this is a topic that came up. And this is actually from an old client. 
And I'm really, really excited to talk about this because I actually never even really thought about having an episode about this topic. But honestly, it's come up a lot and I've coached quite a few clients on this. And so which means like if it's happening with a few women, it's definitely happening with a few thousand women. So I really hope this episode will resonate. And even if like you wouldn't call it you have a fear of men, but maybe like you're really intimidated or you just feel like you always have to be impressing them or you can't disappoint or you have to please them, then this episode's going to be really important for you and really powerful to be Uh, to begin to heal that and to begin to shift that pattern in you so that you can one, approach men from a whole new perspective and two, attract men who maybe aren't as narcissistic or domineering and that are going to be more of like a team player, a teammate, so to speak in a relationship. So what I'm going to actually do is I'm going to walk you through, you know, if I had a client that came to me and said, Hey, Veronica, I have a fear of men, I'm scared of men or whatever. I'm actually going to walk you through exactly what I would do with them. So it's going to be more of like step one, step two, step three. I don't normally teach like this, because obviously, it's going to be, you know, there's you know, there's might be a big framework, but there's going to be nuances based on like, okay, what the fear is, or what the experiences that led to that fear or whatever it is. Um, So obviously, I can't give, you know, exact details of what I would exactly do with the client unless it was like, you know, a coaching call. Um, But what I do want to do is just kind of give you the general process, because I think you're going to be able to uncover a lot. And especially if we're able to work through this episode before New Year, New Boo next week, and then bring some of that to the workshop. And then you can actually ask me questions. And we're gonna do some other things in the workshop, you're going to be like, holy hell, this is making so much sense to me. So let's just start. So remember, when it comes to any kind of fears or beliefs that you have, you might think that, oh, this is my fear. This is my belief. This is something that I believe. Remember, you did not come out of the womb believing that. So this is, I mean, this is kind of like, it's kind of humorous, but also kind of serious too. You can ask yourself this, okay, you believe you should go to the gym five days a week, or you um, have a fear of men, or you believe you should be doing that, or you should believe you should be on Tinder, or you believe that, you know, whatever it is. Well, my question always is, and it's a question you can ask yourself is, did you come out of the womb believing that, Right. And or if you think you should look a certain way or lose a certain amount of weight in order to be attractive to a man or please a man in order to get them to love you or attention equals love or whatever it is. Did you come out of the womb believing that the answer nine times out of 10 is no, because what you came out of the womb knowing is basically like you had an instinct to to suckle. So like your thumb or your mother's nipple or a bottle, right? Like you knew that coming out of the womb, you knew how to breathe. And like pretty much everything else is learned right? Pretty much everything else is learned. And so the question then is, what? Well, the question is then, what happened in your life that created a story that then created this belief and or fear? And so this is kind of like the fun part. And maybe I'm just nerding out here because I'm a relationship coach, but I love doing this with clients and I love doing it in my own life. And I'm like, wow, where the hell did that belief come from? Or where the hell did that fear come from? So because remember, there's things that, that happen to us. And then there's a story that we tell ourselves about it. And I promise you, the story that you tell yourself about it is way more powerful than what actually happened to you. Right, because if that was tr- if that wasn't true, then the people who had bad things happen to them, they would never, like resilience wouldn't exist. They would never be able to succeed or have healthy relationships or have big careers or whatever it is because you know 
the thing that happened to them is power, more powerful than the story that they tell themselves. And that's just not true, right? What's more powerful is a story that you tell yourself. So what I would do if I was working on a client with a client with this, or if I was doing this with myself, I would pull out, well, first of all, I would block out two or three hours in an afternoon and, or at least an hour, at least an hour, maybe two or three sounds a little intimidating, at least an hour and grab bunches of paper, maybe a journal. And I would just write out every memory I have on that topic. So you would just write out every memory you have around men. Now, I know that kind of request sounds a little bit like me asking you to, hey, can you go please count how many blades of grass are on my front lawn? Um, And I get that. But in order to start counting the blades of grass, you just got to start with one, two, three, four, and then you just go, right? And so this is the same thing. So you can do chronologically, you can start as early as you can remember, and then just go from there. You can also just do it in categories like um, your dad, your grandpa, your uncle, memories you have around male teachers, memories you have around male bosses or coworkers. And the goal is not to think of like, oh, shit, I got to think of every single thing that's ever happened to me. The goal is to know what memories are coming up, because whatever memories are coming up, there's a reason. You have remembered them for a reason, because they are feeding some sort of purpose, which is feeding that story that you believe to be universally true right? So it's not about you have to just go back and see what what you can potentially remember about a relationship or a boyfriend or a teacher or your dad or whatever. But there's already going to be some memories that are probably coming up for you. And they could be memories around things that have happened to you, but they can also be memories around things that people said to you. So maybe your mom said something around the lines of like, you know, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle, or men are just cheaters, or I don't trust men, or whatever. Maybe she just had things to you around that. Sometimes it also can be things that weren't said, right? Um, and sometimes that can even be louder than things that that were that that were said or things that happened to you. So this is what I'm talking about. So yeah, you're gonna have dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of memories if you're really sitting down to do this. But I guarantee you that if you really sit down and you really do this assignment, you are going to have so many aha moments. So many light bulbs are going to go off because you're just naturally going to begin to be able to connect the dots. And I use this phrase a lot, but you have to begin connecting dots in order to start healing because if we don't know what dots we have to connect, we don't know what to heal, right? Because then we're just kind of shooting arrows in the dark. And it's like, well, I don't know, maybe it's like your 10 year old self, but we don't have any memories tied back to your 10 year old self. Like, you know, you're just going to feel a little bit like you're wasting time or like on a wild goose hunt or whatever. So write down as many memories as you can. And again, don't worry about writing everything down. But if it comes up, then I do want you to write it down because it's coming up for a reason. Now, things will begin to come to the surface as you start writing. Like you might be writing a memory about a relationship and then you just keep writing. You're like, oh yeah, that happened too. And that too. And that too. And just keep going. Just keep going with it. It doesn't have to be in any particular order. Um, I was just saying the order earlier because that might just be helpful to help you kind of get organized and start with this uh, with this project. And I also, one thing I will say about this is it doesn't have to be like big events, right? Like there might be really big events. Like if you're, you know, if there was any violence growing up, um, whether a verbal or sexual or physical, you know, obviously I would assume for those, for if, if you've experienced that, those memories would come up. But like, if it's also just a small memory of like your dad just 
watching TV when you wanted to show him like your artwork from like third grade, you know, that's, that's fine too, right? Like that's important because it's coming up. And so therefore it's important. So significant memories, insignificant or seemingly insignificant memories, um, big ones, big events, small events, everything in between, um, I want you to write down. And then step two, I've already alluded to this, but you're going to just look over your list and, um, begin to look at the experiences and see, okay, what are the dots that I can connect? Um, Why do I feel this way? Or why do I believe this thing? Um, And when you look at your past events, that's going to give you some explanation, or it's going to give you some answers. Now, you can keep doing this over and over and over and over again. And you're going to continue to peel back more layers. So don't expect to just uncover everything in one sitting. Like I have done this exercise in a lot of different areas of my life, including friendships, including um, family things, including money and career and relationships and all sorts of things. And, and the first time, you know, you do it, I usually a lot more memories come up than when I do them subsequently. And usually that's because it's still coming up because it hasn't been cleared. Right. Um, But every time I do it, even if the list is shorter, I'm still connecting new dots or yeah, connecting new dots and making, oh, so that's why I believe this or that's where that came from. That's what needs to be healed, whatever. So that's why sometimes personal development can feel a little bit like an addiction because you're just like, I just want to clear something else because it feels really good when you do it. Um, So you're not going to get everything, um, you know, clear, you're not going to get everything cleared. You're not going to connect all the dots, but that's okay. Because even if just you have one big aha, just one big aha, like that can be really significant. That can create some significant change in your life. So um, just, you know, go with that and, um, and, and, and just really begin to see where these dots, you know, what are, what's the connection. And then what I want you to do on a separate sheet of paper. So, you know, not part of, you know, all the memories that you wrote down is to, really get clear on, okay, well, what is the story that I told myself, you know, about some of these significant memories or these significant story or these significant events that seem to be really playing a big role. So you're not going to do this with every single memory that you write down, because hopefully, you have at least 50 memories written down. But this, the ones that seem significant, and again, significant is not based on if the event itself was significant, but it's significant on the on what if it's if it's coming up and if it's bringing up emotion, and if you can see a strong connection between how you feel now and you know this event going on, right? So you know, like your dad watching TV and you wanting to show him, you know, your art project that seems insignificant, but for you and how you're remembering it and the story you're telling yourself and the pain around that can actually be fairly significant because maybe you made that mean in that moment, like, oh, I really have to try in order to get attention from men. Like I have to go over and beyond, right? So maybe that's a story you tell yourself, right? And so like, this seems like insignificant. And like, how many times has a parent like have been distracted by a device from their kids, right? It doesn't mean you're a bad parent. It just means you're human. This is what happens, right? Um, uh, But from that kid's perspective, it could be significant and create a story. And so that's what, that's what we're going for. I I don't mean significant in the sense that, you know, it was a significant event, like when your parents divorced, or when, you know, something really bad happened, or something like that. Um, So what are the stories that you're telling yourself from these significant events? All right. And then the next thing that I like to do is 
take some of these stories. And you know, there's a number of things that I would do with this. And I just want to walk you through a few things that I would do. So one thing that I would probably do is I would turn it into some sort of mantra, um, just so I can keep these stories like top of mind, so I can begin to shift them. Right. So when we're talking about healing, we're looking at physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, for the most part, mantras operate on the mental, which is important. It's not insignificant. And the reason why that's important is because what you your thoughts will eventually dictate how you feel, which will eventually dictate like how you see this spiritually. Um, so I like to use mantras, but I don't like to use mantras in the sense of just making them super positive and then therefore not believable. So for example, if, um, so let's say your story is I have to try really hard in order to get men to like me, right? And this came from showing your dad your art project and he was watching TV. So, you know, just to say that as like a positive mantra would be, um, you know, men love me the way I am, or men, I can attract men the way I am, or I can, um, I don't have to, uh, you know, please in order to receive love, right? Now, you can say that, and it's nothing bad. But for some people, you're like, uh, I don't know if I really believe that. And you say a mantra, and you're like, uh, I, this feels weird, like, it just feels off, because like, you know, there's like a disconnect. So what I like to do is I like to add something before the mantras to make it more believable. So you can say something like I give myself permission to or it's safe to why is it so easy and I, or I allow myself to so you could say, it's safe to drop the belief that I have or I would say actually, it's safe to let go of the belief that I have to please in order to receive love. Or um, that's what I, that's probably how I would actually turn it. You could say something like I give myself permission. Well, you could also say like, I give myself permission to, um, you know, be who I am. And that's enough to receive love. Like you can say something like that. And so when you add these four starters, so called to the mantras, then that just allows it to, for you to really, really latch onto it, because it's totally true. Like it's safe to you really can give yourself permission to drop these old beliefs, rather than saying like, I love myself, right? Like, and again, like if you do that, and it works for you, by all means, go for it. But I find for a lot of people, that mantras have to be really believable and something that you can get 100% behind in order for them to actually have any real effect on your brain patterns, your thought patterns, um, which will then obviously in turn affect your emotions and your and your beliefs around it, um, which will then affect your, you know, the physical, the, the, how you, how you act. So that is what I would do. I would also probably, I would, um, probably do some EFT, emotional freedom technique tapping. I'm not going to get into how to do it right now. So if you have an EFT practice, um, you can, uh, you know, you can pull that out. If you are in the love action tribe, I have an EFT intro video somewhere in there. It's definitely in the group. If you look under videos in the video tab in the Facebook group, and I think it might be somewhere in the um, membership site too but I can't remember. Um, but we, but, or you could just search EFT or emotional freedom technique or tapping in the search bar in the Facebook group and you should find that. And then, um, that'll get you, that'll get you started to use some mantras, um, with the EFT. 
Um, if you have an EFT practice already, then I would just use these mantras and do some EFT because that can really do a lot of shifting and freeing in, in, in my experience. Not everyone loves EFT. And so if it's not for you, that's totally fine. But that's what I would do. Um, and then I would also do inner child work specifically around whatever the dots are, what the experiences are, and really connect with that little girl. I would do some meditations. I would do some letter writing. I would just do a lot of healing so that you're really tapping into the emotional spiritual realm of this as well. Um, so the last thing I would do is I would then dive into really, um, once I started doing the healing, so you have to start the healing. You can't start with this step because a lot of times people might just start with this step. Um, what you really, um, what I would do is then I would, um, I would begin to shift my relationship and shift my perspective of the masculine. Because I think a lot of times the re- a reason why you might be fearful or intimidated by men is because when we associate or think of masculine energy, it's actually fairly negative, right? If we look at the patriarchy, if we look at, you know, Trump's governing style, if we look at a lot of like the authoritarianism that is really having a pretty strong comeback um, in the world, then that is like the perfect example of the hyper- masculine, or I would even say deranged masculine. So it's very aggressive. It's very domineering. It's controlling. It's abusive. It can be violent. There's lots of egos. Um, and, and a lot of times like that's masculine and, but it's not right. It's deranged masculine. So it's like a little bit too much, like it's drinking too much of the Kool-Aid. Um, but it's not like the, the healthy masculine that, um, I think is like the true masculine and that still exists, but sometimes gets overshadowed by the shadow part of masculine. So what I would, I like to encourage you to do is to, is to start experiencing with healthy forms of the masculine that already exists in your life and healthy forms of the masculine, um, are, um, you know, holds the space. So if you think of like the feminine, think of like a, like a balloon. So the feminine energy is like the energy, the air, the space inside the actual structure, like the rubber part of the balloon, whereas the masculine is the actual balloon that holds the air, holds the space, right? So healthy masculine holds the space. Um, so <clears throat> anyone that holds the space, masculine energy is also very linear. It thinks very like, okay, step one, step two, step three, step four, that's very masculine. Um, they're very in, much into structure. So physically, but then also just like in a more intangible way, um, are very structured, um, supportive, goal-oriented, forward movement, all of those things. That is all masculine and healthy show of masculine energy. So think of a man in your life who exhibited the healthy masculine. Maybe it was your dad, maybe it was your grandfather, an uncle, or maybe it was, um, you know, a really good male friend or whoever it is. And maybe if there's no physical form of the healthy masculine in your life, maybe you see God as in a masculine form. Um, or maybe there's, um, you know, some other man that maybe you don't know personally, or um, even in a spiritual sense that you can really feel that that supportive masculine energy. And what I want you to do is to sit in a meditation and imagine their love just really enveloping you and what it feels like to actually be supported by a healthy version of the masculine. That's very, very different than being in a relationship with someone who's showing the deranged side of the masculine energy, because there, there's going to be a lot more fear. There's going to be a lot more walking on eggshells. There's going to be a lot more like, oh, did I do this right? Well, how can I make him happy? 
happy? What can I do to please them, right? There's going to be a lot of that kind of energy. Whereas like a mask, healthy masculine energy, you can really just kind of sit, right? It can just be like your nice comfy chair. You can just kind of sit and you can be and you can really be who you are. So imagine what that feels like. And I just want you like, you can just set a timer on your phone for like five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. And just really begin to imagine what that feels like. And the reason why, if possible, you can attach that to a face to someone you know, just helps to connect that feeling, right? Um, Even if you have to go back to your three year old self and your three year old self, like just loved your grandpa or whatever. um, Then that just helps you to say, okay, that's what healthy masculine feels like. And then from there, it's, it's easier to kind of step into what it feels like just to be held by the healthy masculine. So if there's no one in your life, that's like that, that's totally fine. Um, But think of God or Jesus or you know, some other kind of spiritual masculine, um, or, um, or just like a, another masculine person, uh, healthy masculine person, like, you know, like he was like, even like a celebrity or like famous or something that really holds that energy that can hold that energy in space for you. That's like not the most ideal situation, just cause like, you don't really know what it feels like to be truly held by them, um, or to be felt to be made safe by them, because you don't really know them. But you can certainly do that from a spiritual sense. And then of course, if you have that person in your life, or who was in your life, if this person's passed away, that's totally fine. Um, And just and just begin to feel more comfortable feeling what it means or how it feels to be held by that healthy masculine will help you to recognize it in real life. And then also to really embrace it um, in real life when you do meet someone who is exhibiting that healthy masculine and allow yourself to be that feminine, be more open and vulnerable and yourself, which is going to be good for everyone and obviously great for your potential new relationship. All right. So that is the show today. I'll be back in your inbox next week with another coaching episode. I think you're going to love. And just a reminder to join the new new year, new boo workshop. We're going to walk through A to Z. It's going to be kind of like an episode or, you know, this episode was like, all right, this is what I want you to do. So obviously, you know, this is not like a back and forth. You're just listening to me. Whereas the workshop is going to be very similar. I'm going to say, okay, let's do this and then this and then this. And then you're going to get some clarity and some answers for yourself. But the only difference is on the workshop, obviously, it's going to be more back and forth where you can submit some of your responses and your questions and your answers. So again, I can actually give you some real time live feedback so you can get support. And there's a couple different days to choose from um, in case you know, just to accommodate as many different people and different time zones. Um, So hopefully you'll be able to find a time that works for you and being there live will be better, much better because you will have that interaction with me. And I'll probably even bring some people on live to do some coaching. So if you're interested in actually being coached during the, um, during the uh, workshop, then let me know so that um, I can just make sure that, you know, you're there and that you're at the time and everything so I can unmute you and then you get coached and then everyone else gets to listen, which is actually, it's really helpful to listen to other people being coached as well, as you know, since you listen to this podcast. All right, my dears, veronicagrant.com forward slash new year to sign up for new, new year, new boo. And I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. 
Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.